Welcome to Organic Poison Podcast. My name is Shane Smith, and I am your host. Uh, if you would like to support this podcast, please contact me at organicpoisonmedia at gmail.com. Or you can just donate <laughs> at paypal.com slash shaneizo. That's S-H-A-N-E-I-S-O. Uh, like I said, contact me if you're interested in supporting the podcast or supporting my music. Either way... Enjoy this podcast. The best thing you can do is any place that they have it online, like it, subscribe, uh, share it with your friends, tell someone. I hope you guys really enjoy it. hope you enjoy the other episodes. Uh, yeah. What you should also do is just go to my episodes and listen to every single one of them. Uh, ultimately, I would like for you to listen to them in, a, in their entirety, but... You could just go to them and click all the way down, listen to 10 seconds of each one. I'm just trying to get my numbers up really high so I can feel good about myself uh, because that's the only way I can. You know, it has nothing to do with me. I couldn't just use my family or you know, being a hardworking man. So thank you so much. Enjoy. She says there's the one I love the most. Time's not far behind She never lets me in Only tells me where she's been When she's had too much to drink I said that I don't care I just run my hands To her darker than I Pray to God you gotta Help me fly away let her cry If the tears fall down like me Let her sing If it eases all her pain Let her go Let her walk right out on me And if the sun comes up tomorrow Got spaghetti and cheap bottle of wine. Okay, I got a better one. All right, all right. go one. ahead, go ahead. Uh, uh, oh, man. All right. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Yeah. Oh, my God. I got, I got, a, good, I got a good one. Is uh, it, are you trying to think of the Hootie and the Blowfish song? Dude, you blew it. I can't you think blew of it. it. I can't, but I was trying to think of dude, it, too. I was just... That's why I had to go I don't want to be here. Yeah. Have you I seen the key, and Pe- the key and Peele skit where uh, Jordan Peele is, uh, he's Darius Rucker, and it's like, you know, him being a single artist, yeah. and he gets out there for his concert, he's like, alright y'all, it's me, Darius Rucker, we'll have a good night tonight, and everybody in the audience is like, oh, Hootie, Hootie, <laughs> he's like, oh no, actually, I'm just Darius Rucker now, and he's, you know, were you Hootie? 
Brody! <laughs> That's great. Because I bet you there were so many people who, who, who like, didn't know that for so long. I remember I, I freaked out when they found out he was a country singer now. Well, I was so young when, when, when I guess, I, I don't want to say he came on the scene as a country singer, but, like, I didn't even know. I mean, honestly, I didn't even know he was black. <laughs> and then crazy. I was like, "Oh my gosh, he's a country singer!" I didn't know he was a part of Hootie and the Blowfish. I mean, I just thought four his, years later, I just thought his ass his name was Hootie. I called him Hootie my entire childhood. Everybody Hootie. did. Everybody I, did. Their big album came out the year I was born. I'm pretty sure. Only like me after, yeah. Let her cry. Let her tears fall down like rain. And if the sun comes up tomorrow, let her be. Hootie and Blowfish came on at the uh, Dirt Cheap earlier. When we were yeah, there. yeah, it was just. I mean, he always comes on. He and the Blowfish always come on. He, he and the Blowfish. I saw them when I was a kid. Really? Yes, at a festival called Memphis in May or Bill Street Music Festival, Bill Street Blues. With, with, okay, who's the weirdest artist you've ever seen in concert? Like the weirdest, or like the just like the what the heck? The most random. Sure, yeah, most random. When I saw the Newsboys live. There was a band called Beanbag Chair that played. Yeah, Beanbag Chair. <laughs> Did they? Were they popular? No, the they were never popular. But I know exactly. Okay, who you're talking it was about. okay. So check this out. And I saw them when I was really young. Yeah, it, it was when Newsboys were the shit. That when yeah. Shine, Shine. Yeah. I wonder what you got. That. Yo, let me tell you this though. I'll, before you move on with your story, Newsboys have become like the. I don't even want to say the Nickelback of Christian music, but anytime you go to a Christian concert, Newsboys are there. Yeah, I guarantee you they'll come play a show in Purvis. I mean, I thought that was like, that's how like Third Day was for. A that's while. how th- exactly. <laughs> so like I counted up just because going on youth trips and church trips, I counted up. I've seen Casting Crown six times. Oh man, I've seen. I would have liked to at least have seen them once. They're cool. I've seen Chris Tomlin four times, and they all just put on really regular shows because I mean you know they're not. But bro, I've seen Newsboys eleven times. Oh my god, and they're not their shows. Their shows are boring now. They used to be lit. They used to. No, they had a drummer and they'd strap him up. Yeah. Well, we and saw him before they that. started doing that because yeah. the production when we saw him was not that big. It was big, but it wasn't like they weren't Well, doing they got, that. you know, after the band split, they got that black guy, Michael Tate. Yeah. And he always put on a good show. I mean, you can only expect so much from a, a Christian concert. Listen, so it was Beanbag Chair. Yeah, tell me, Beanbag Chair. Okay, before, okay, let me back it up a little bit. My mom was a very, you know, heavy listener. To our mom, you know, whatever family listened to AFR. But it was like, oh there was God. another thing that was, before K-Love, it was called something else too. Yeah. Uh, AFR is like a program. But anyway, uh, she won some tickets from the email, whatever. There was this guy <laughs> named Bob Smiley or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's he was, a comedian. Yeah, okay, yeah. Well, Player. He, he was like the manager guy yeah, yeah. at the time. So he's like, super personality. You know, yeah, I remember yeah. being young and thinking this guy clearly has a lot of personality. But also, I was young and I hadn't spent time around any kind of rock stars, big or small. So <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, he doesn't. Yeah, but they had they they came to where they do the Strawberry Festival or no, where they do the Franklinton Fair. Yeah, and they blew up this massive tent, and that's where they had the thing was inside of this blow up dome. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so we had backstage pass. We got to meet the Newsboys. Anyway, Beanbag Chair played first. They opened. For Sonic Flood and then yeah, then Newsboys, and I was dumb young, dude. Like I was so young when we went to that, and we got to meet him afterwards or whatever. And I was terrified. I cried. I swear to God, I cried 
Why? Ironically enough, I swear to God. <laughs> because I was scared. Because I was scared to meet these guys. So uh, That's I, how young I was, also. We um we went with our church group. This is actually like a few years ago. And I just went, it was like a church group thing. I was like, oh, Newsboys in Hattiesburg, whatever we went. And they're like, hey, if you want to meet the Newsboys after, come sign up for this thing <laughs> to adopt a child in <laughs> Africa. It's like, so, son, what? <laughs> so we were just like, yeah, why not? Why not? Why not? So we signed up to adopt a kid in Africa. Got to meet the newsboys. Let me tell you, this is what it was like. We walked to the backstage area, and Michael Tate, he's the lead singer. I've got, like, my phone. I'm like, I'll get a picture with him, you know, whatever. He's sweating. He's got this towel. He's wiping his sweat. I was like, hey, I paid money to see you backstage. He's like, oh, yeah, let me get a video. Let me get a video. So, I mean, he, you know, he's a nice guy, but he stayed for about two seconds. He walked off. We get a $40 bill for this new kid named Bethlehem that we're starting to feed. Scam. Oh, man. Scam. I, I mean, but, to, no, okay, so to, let me tell you this. surprise, though. Yeah, well, yeah, we, we canceled it. She got fed for the longest time, though. Um, so the weirdest, <laughs> She said we canceled it? <laughs> well, that's a lot of money, man. Yeah, that's um, crazy. They should, they should force you to have to keep, like, them continue to tell you mm-hmm. how that person's doing. No, they at, do. They send you, like, a monthly you cancel thing. it. Oh, no. Every now, <laughs> like, so like, every now and then, after, like, the three months after, they still did. <laughs> Think about that. He's like, <laughs> and you're like, I'm not going to write it back and tell her them I'm not doing this. condition is deteriorating. <laughs> Bethle- Bethlehem is six feet under. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you. we will be ending our transmission oh, between. Oh, my goodness. We don't need you anymore. Um, you can donate to Bethlehem's little brother. Uh, but no, so the weirdest... You weird- can send flowers, too. I don't want to say the weirdest band, the weirdest band I've ever seen, but the most out-of-place band I've ever seen was... And it goes back to... I've been to a few different genre of concerts, but I've been to more Christian concerts than anything, just youth camps, yeah. different things like that. I went to a thing called Extreme Winter, Winter Extreme. It was in yeah. Gatlinburg, Tennessee. And, uh, you know, it's usually like your casting... You're creative with the name. Yeah. It's usually like your casting crowns, your Jeremy Camps, your real K-Lovey artists. Yeah. Well, so the the guy, uh, his name's Mr. Talkbox. Uh, he does a lot of stuff with Toby Mac. He gets out there, he's like the host. He's like, "Ladies and gentlemen, our next artist, Red." And so and so and I knew they were metal, and so I was like, "This is cool. I like metal music. You know, I'm pretty all right. I like Red. I've listened to Red before." Yeah. But everybody sits down. Of course. Red starts playing. Everybody sits down. It's me and like four other guys that are headbanging, and I'm just standing <laughs> there, and they're like headbang standing up, and you know, just Red's like, you know, they're doing their thing, and I'm like, you know, this is cool. I'm not. They're, they're, but see, to me, they would be on the spectrum. Say, if I'm one of the people who are sitting down, I would say this is a more edgy band. Yeah, no. But from my point of view, it's like uh, you know they're like a uh, like a skillet, if you will. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like obviously, they're a little bit. They have been heavy. But the thing is, they're not like crazy heavy. Yeah. But we literally went from G C D E minor on one acoustic right, guitar. Right. Right. <laughs> to red Huge and every, tone change. It was, and the only thing that made I say it's the weirdest band is it was just so out of place, and it was so uncomfortable. Because I was like, I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna be this hillbilly. I'm not gonna sit down. Yeah, you know, I was like, I'm exactly. gonna stand. I'm gonna show them some respect. Yeah, because you get it. I get. You know what I'm saying? You know how much that would suck, man. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, okay. Like, it's like when. Say just from a point of view, say you're uh, in a band, you first start out, and you're you get a show, and it's a church gig, but you're a Christian band, but you're a metal band, like you know you're a metal band, not like Red. I'm saying just like uh, we play metal core, yeah. But we scored one of our first shows before we get the chance to actually learn how to read a room, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like we're playing with the uh, two praise and worship bands, 
and like this Christian like mild rock band. Yeah, you're out of but place. you're yeah you're definitely in, but you're going like in the middle of the well, show. So like, even for, <laughs> even in the, even in the like I wasn't born in the nineties, but you know like nineties culture man like DC talk was what was up. Absolutely. What would we will learn? But for a lot of people, that they was they said how much Jesus free. Uh, uh, what was the other? There was another. If they one. knew that Jesus was a Jew. Yeah, there was another one. I can't. But anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, for a lot of people, that's like, hey, I don't want to go any more hard than that. Yeah. You know, and like, have you heard any new Skillet? I don't really listen to. Oh them God, it's like that. But I, I mean, they used to be. I mean, things are different now, I guess. But like. Ten years ago, uh, even if I didn't pull up, if I didn't pull up, yeah, something that feels like the bad beer. I feel like a monster. I, I feel like a monster. Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> I feel like a monster. Sorry. There was something about Christian music in 2011 that if you whispered in one part of your song, you automatically had a hit song. Yeah. Well, they have the version where he whispers, and they have the version where he screams. But no, um... <laughs> there really is two different versions of that song. But no, Skillet was, like, my hero when I was little, because I didn't want to learn how to play. Did you say... I need a hero to save me. <laughs> I need a hero to save me now. No, because I never wanted it's to learn... ironic. Yeah. I never wanted to learn guitars. I thought it was too hard. Um, but I wanted to learn bass, because bass was really easy. And I was like, oh, Skillet's lead singer's bass. I could go places with this. Well, this is No, the- you couldn't. This- <laughs> You're not going anywhere with bass. Dude, that that chode probably doesn't even play anything like that. No, he doesn't. And he well, might. That's like me and, you were watching, me, me and you and the fam were at Thanksgiving watching the th- uh, the, the halftime show. Yeah, that was remember, different. Remember, everybody that was, was different, hating. Though. It was Kane Brown and some other chick. And, and, and what if I told you? Yeah. What, what if, I, if I was made for you when you were made for me? But it was just funny because I was like, oh, this is nice for what it is. And then everybody, this is garbage. Yeah. He ain't even singing. He ain't even singing. No, but, you know, that's to me, that's the same thing as, like, family members being like, uh... Land it. This Okay, not... Well, yeah, that, that too, but, <laughs> The uh, ain't it? Ain't it? Why they should have kept the name the Redskins? Ain't a damn one of the uh Indians complaining. Ain't one about Indian it. man. I would be like, you clearly are unaware of the thousands of people protesting. You, my friend, the saw the one Facebook post of the one Indian. What did Sean the one conservative Native American? Yeah, uh, so the guy who who said he'd come on Sean Hannity and say, I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> Not at all. You know what I'm saying? You're like yeah. just sitting there, like looking at him, like. But what do you do? You well, know what I'm okay, like what so, do you say? Yo, you're wrong. So speak, all of the Indians are mad. Okay, about so it. speaking of Native American, speaking of Native American, do you want to protect your home from attackers? Uh, try security. Have you gone blue? Blue security. <laughs> Is it called? I, will he promote something called blue security? He promotes some security. I can't remember. I couldn't remember the name of it. Today's times, <laughs> you need okay, to be investing in precious metals. Theoretically, hypothetically, <laughs> certified free. We're going to tell you more about that in just a second, but first, oh my gosh, I need you to know, tell you about Birch Gold. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says, man. I don't care how annoying that guy is. He knows how to. He knows how to. How to he knows how to have a talk show, man. He knows how to have a podcast. Well, he knows how to convey what he's trying to convey very well, whether you agree with it or not. Yeah. But also. He's very capable of debating people. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that it's like. Even if you strongly disagree with him, I mean, unless you're just being a, a dick, yeah, uh, it's pretty obvious to say. It's. I mean, to me, it's like I'm not going to say that Tom, that 
Ben Shapiro is the Tom Brady of what he does. <laughs> but yeah, you know how it's like you watch Tom Brady, it's like, ah, oh, fuck, he is good, though. You don't watch that. You, know, you don't like, say that. But see, you don't say that anymore. Yeah. No, no. You're just like, oh, man, his defense is good. It's LeBron James. You, you don't want to bet against him. And you hate it when your team plays. Yeah, but LeBron like, James still is goaded, though. Man. Yeah. He's, well, I'm just saying you hate it when yeah, your team plays. Yeah, fight me, him. but LeBron James is goaded, absolutely. I, I agree with you. This, this I'm not ring, on the other side. I of think that point. this ring with this team in these circumstances officially made him the best player ever. No debate, in my opinion. I do have a friend, uh, LeBron. LeBron. All right, I'll say this now. I'll let you continue. You're good. Uh, Michael Jordan went six and zero playoff. You know, whatever six, yeah. whatever, whatever, whatever. LeBron. I think if LeBron would have played from '84 to '03, LeBron would have had at least ten. Yeah. No competition, man. I mean. Yeah, you're gonna play Tim, uh, a new Tim Duncan and an old David Robinson. Yeah, I, I, but the thing is, what I think the problem is now there were great players, some of the greatest of all time, and there was competition at times. But I just think compared to today's game, people are just so disrespectful online that you can't have a transitional period where it's like this guy is the new best. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like people are like, "Oh my God, fuck Michael Jordan!" <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, dude, it's yeah, not like that. No, it doesn't yeah, need to be like that because you're never going to get the people who are Michael Jordan fan. Like Michael Jordan's the best that ever existed. They're never going to loosen up to the idea that maybe, maybe, yeah, you're LeBron not James actually is you're the best that ever. Minds, man. And it's like, you know what kind of bums me out is I hate that KD has had such a road of misfortune because KD is a great, pl- is an amazing player as well. Shut up. He's, I'm not saying he's LeBron. I'm just saying it, it, Shut up, man. It, at full exposure, I he would have done very well for Okay, me. I agree completely. Let me paint you a picture of a young boy. Just bust on the scene of... of you can't of, say boy. You have to say fellas. A young fellow just just bust on the scene of being a fan of basketball. Just bust on the scene. He's like, man, who do I want to support, man? Who am I going to support, man? He watches... This team, oh my man. God! Tell this story. Just, just he keep watches this I gotta team, grab man. This team right here. They're wearing blue jerseys, man. The Thunder, man. What a cool name. Playing a team, man, called the, the, the. Gosh, at that time, I think they were the New Jersey Nets. No, it was. I think they were Brooklyn by this time. Brooklyn Nets, man. They're blowing them out. It's like a forty-point game, man. This guy named Durant's killing it, man. He's got a triple-double. This guy named Westbrook's got 15 assists, man. You're like, you know what? That's the team I'm going to watch. The year's 2011, 2012. What a great year it is, man. You're like, this is going to be my team forever. We're going to win five rings at least. Fast forward two years. It's not that anymore, man. <laughs> Katie's gone. Fast forward three years, four years. Paul George. Hold on. So you don't want to, you don't want to you know expound on the fast forward pure five disappointment years. and sadness that you had when KD left. Oh, I'm getting there. Okay. Westbrook's gone. Fast forward one more season. Chris Paul gone. Oh my God, Stephen Adams. Just Stephen left Adams <laughs> gone. We have one player, Shea Gildas Alexander. And thirty draft picks, basically, man. No, um, no. I remember the day. I remember how I found out. I remember what post it was that I saw. I remember where I was and what I did. It was. I have the most fond memory of KD getting traded. Uh, that memory is just as fond of my whole exact the whole entire day when I found out Kobe died. Um, <laughs> you felt that bad? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, and I hate to say that, but yeah, absolutely. So uh, I saw an Instagram post, and somebody had a KD jersey, and they were burning it. And I was like, yeah, what? <laughs> what happened here? What's going on? You know, um, let, me, let me go see what's what's up. I go on Twitter. I just got on Twitter. I go on Twitter, and I just I see it, man. Damn, so much. You know hurt. that was probably at number one on Twitter. So much hurt, man. Because I was already like, I hate the Warriors. So much hurt, man. And then he went to the Warriors too. Like that's another. He didn't go to another team to try to build up and. You know, do whatever. No, he went to a team that had already got two rings. If he would have been like, there. if he'd have been like thirty-eight, thirty-six, and the Thunder still wouldn't have had a ring, I'd get it, bro. Go to the Warriors, get your ring. Yeah, but man, even now he could still go on a, on a nobody team and build them up, man, for dude, five years. Dude, dude, the Brooklyn Nets are about to go buck nasty. No, they're not. You really don't think so? Nope. Why? I think they're gonna do. No one said. I don't they, think the I, East I is. I didn't say they were going to win the finals. Oh yeah, no, I don't think they win the finals. But they'll definitely they'll go crazy, man. They're I just think I, I think, think the I, East. They, I think the East got really good this all season. Not I don't think they're the best conference, but I think they got good enough to where the Nets aren't the for sure. Excuse me. Is Giannis going to the Heat? No, no, because they made a couple of stupid trades and signed a couple of players, and it's going to be enough to keep him there. I'm sure. I want him to go to the Heat because I'd want to see Jimmy Butler and all them. I, I, I think that'd be. I they'd think, have a ring. I think it would be crazy for that coach. I was also about Eric Spolstra. Yeah, I was about to say if Giannis goes to Miami, then I could see the Nets losing to Miami in the playoffs. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like that. That would be a scenario that I could easily see happening. But in the same breath, dude, like because Kyrie Irving is is not what people have said that he is. He may have used to be, but he played much better in that shadow than he's ever played outside of it. When he got drafted... That shadow that he has bitched and complained about or danced around bitching and complaining Well, now, about. they're cool now, apparently. Oh. But, um... Because he's probably about to get him a job. Yeah. He's um, like, oh, I'm not staying here if Harden's coming. Bring me to L.A. And somehow they've got enough money to bring him to L.A. I mean, the thing about Curry is, like, before LeBron got there, for the time he got drafted, before LeBron got there, he was so good, dude. When LeBron got there, he was so good. But when he went to Boston, bro, when he went to Boston, man, I don't know, he just seems like a team killer, man. Yeah. He uh, killed Boston. You know was, what? The crazy is how damn good Boston did even after he left. Boston went to the playoffs, didn't they? They almost went to the finals this year. Boston's got such a good team, man. What's that white boy's name? Gordon Hayward? Yeah. He's, he plays with the Hornets now. Does he? He signed with the Hornets. Michael Jordan's Hornets, yep. Yep, you don't keep up. I forgot. You're protesting. Dude, no, I'm not. kneeling and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. I'm just that's, that's me. All right, so uh, I got a topic for you. Okay, let's go. Let's rock. I got a couple of them, too, in the tuck. Harry Styles. Oh. Cover of Vogue dress. Let's talk about it. Damn, dude. That was... Man. You don't want to talk about it? No, I do. I do want to talk about it. I, I'm de- definitely down to talk about it. Tell me, what do you think, man? There's so many opinions right now. I, what do you think? I, I'm curious if he... if he. Uh, my only question... Good for him. You know, good for him and, you know, good for whatever that has done for whoever. But I'd be curious to know if Harry Styles, like when he goes to get on the bus or when he goes to shop at the Whole Foods or wherever it is that he, you know, shops for food or, you know, wherever it is he goes out to eat, does he wear a dress then? No. 
I'm just curious. I've, I've yet to see... I don't really look at the latest paparazzi pictures of Harry Styles. Okay, let me tell you what. But what? I would be curious to see what the Harry, Harry Styles paparazzi looks like, uh, especially if he... If he was wearing a dress prior to doing said photo. Well, you know, he's already one of those flamboyant, you know, like, stylish dressers, which is cool. But, now... No, dude, he is a revolutionary. He is an icon, apparently. He's a what? fashion guru. The, the higher-ups have informed me that this guy is apparently so renowned in the uh, the fashion world. No. Um, <laughs> no, but let me paint you this I'm picture, being man. I'm at least 85% sarcastic. You know why? You know why he had a dress on, man? I want to know why you're rubbing your nipples while you're telling me about him wearing a dress. What are you talking about, dude? Oh, right. That's the worst part about a podcast. You can just make anything up. What the heck? It just, you just like leave. <laughs> it's just the door shuts. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> Another podcast down the drain. Um, no, let me tell you this. The man got paid paper to wear a dress. Sure. Right on. Someone emails you. They say, hey, man, we'll give you, I- I'd say two, three million dollars. It's got to be what he's making. We'll give you two, three million dollars. Put on this dress. Take ten pictures for me. Yeah. You doing it? Me? Oh, yeah. It's the age-old question, man, that you get asked back in grade school. Hey, man, how much money would you be gay for? Uh, how much? How, Bro, a hundred dollars. How much money would it take to suck a dick? Twenty dollars. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, come on, show me the money. Buy me a big one and show me the all money. All I got to do is give you... You tell him, all I got to do is give you 20 bucks. You'll let me suck your dick. But yeah, no, dollars. seriously, people... I, I swear, man, people would be like, you know... And, and, no, I wouldn't do it for 20 bucks. But, you know, people would be like, $10 million and nobody would ever know about it. Yeah. I'm like, I, dude, you, it's you, like, you, okay. you, you should have lowballed me. It's like, because yeah. I've always said it. Man, but it also gets a lot more interesting if you could be around people who are kind of thrown off. Like, if they're like... Drunk or high or something like that. Or they're just extremely against that. There's like what? Well, I'm just saying you get somebody who would be like you get them down. Like you, they start when they start thinking about it really hard. Yeah. And get it? No. When they start thinking about it really hard, but you realize like the number is like getting like suspiciously low. <laughs> it's like it gets down to ten grand, but we started at like two million dollars. Yeah. It's I like and it's like all right, I don't even want to ask anymore because I don't want to know how much easier it would be for you to puff a piece. Yeah. Yeah, because right. we need to start having a different conversation at that point. Two fives and a coney, you know. What I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I'd do it for a can of dip, dude. Hell, hell. But no, yeah, Harry Styles. My bad. Man, it, more power to him because he's making more money than any of us could dream of. That's all. But that's my opinion. The whole thing about it is the conversation isn't about that so much to me because sure, I don't blame the like I said, I don't blame the guy either way, but. The narrative, more or less, that puts with it. It's like, how is, what is it that he's being, how is that so brave that he did that photo shoot? He got paid a bunch of money. If someone dares you to do something, like, ah, we're playing truth or dare, you got dared to do something, you do it off of a whim. You do crazy shit off of a whim. So think about being someone of such stature. No matter what he does, he's going to have a trillion, bazillion fans. But he's also going to be able to do this and get paid to do this. And he's going to get recognition from people who are already his fans and a broader audience from that. How much would you suck a dick for? Lowest amount. The lowest amount? 
I don't know. It would have to depend on how. It would have to depend on how old I was. Like if I was like getting like really old, you kind of just gotta suck the dick for however much money you can get. What? I mean, if you're an old person and you're lonely, lonely enough to go and suck a dick, I mean, you can't just go suck. Are you still married? No, that's what I'm saying. Like you had to, like you had to be an old, decrepit person that's just lonely and out there. Hundred thousand dollars. Right now? Yeah. (sighs) Probably not, dude. Two hundred thousand dollars. No, I got. I I feel like I have at least a half a milli worth of brain. <laughs> what? No way. I think dude. I I think that it would. You're be You're kind of nasty. That. There's no way. I mean, are you gonna have to finish the job? Why wouldn't you? I mean, I could name plenty of reasons why you would. You're gonna leave somebody dissatisfied. <laughs> yeah. And they're gonna pay you more than ten bucks. Okay, twelve bucks. Twelve bucks. You have to swallow the fucking load. That's just so much. That's a problem. Man, I don't want to comment. This is this is about you, not me. <laughs> You're like I'm a god fearing man. Yeah, man. I'm not I wouldn't do this. Come on, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. How much would it cost for somebody to get you to wear a dress and put it as your face? What? Okay, you dress up, put on makeup, do a professional photo shoot. And you have a dress on, not like tr- the gender bender rally. At yeah, and I'm showing it. I'm shit. showing it every. I'm showing it off everywhere. The mm-hmm. picture, hundred. Uh, I mean, like I want to be like, oh, no more, nothing under a hundred thousand dollars. But realistically, two grand, one grand, maybe. Yeah. Be honest, because that's not that big. That's kind of funny. Uh, like, well, that's kind yeah, of fun. No. 500 bucks and I'm going to think about it. 300 well, bucks and I'll think about it. That's kind of funny. There is a deeper conversation there, too, though. Look at how we react about it with a full-grown, famous person. Yeah. Versus me and you. Because literally more people would laugh it off than people who talk shit. Yeah. It's like, hilarious. Yeah. And it would be really funny. If it's meant as a joke, I mean, yeah, that's hilarious, actually. Money's the root of all evil, man. You can do some evil stuff for some money. How much would it cost for some for you to kill somebody? Okay, well, there's a whole scenario behind that. Would anybody know? Uh, no. I just have the guilt of killing. It's somebody. actually up to you if anybody would know. Somebody says, "I want this oh, no, person." Man, that's to... a lot of like mental guilt. Yeah, I don't think it would be worth it. I don't think there's any amount of money that. Would no, be I don't either. It. Now, now, but now, if you sorry, even put it. If you're telling me to put amount an amount on it, I want something where like I never even have to lift a finger again. I'm gonna go 100 mil. Hundred million dollars is a lot. That's of money. just a lot of money, man. Sign me a Spotify deal. The only, the only reason I say that is just because like that's so much mental guilt. And to be honest with you, I would never. But you know, I wouldn't expect you to tell me you would. Fifty bucks. <laughs> Pull up with the yapper with the clapper on the jock. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. I wanna be with yeah. <laughs> I only wanna be with you. Okay, so, so... So who do you want to give? I know I said that earlier, but I'm saying it again. Who did he touch you when you were a kid? Yes. I also saw <laughs> Kenny Wayne Shepherd. I didn't know who that is. I remember you told me that. I don't even know who that is. Uh, you know who Kansas is? Yeah. I saw them. Say rolls up ups and noise and confusion. Yes. Just to get a glimpse beyond disillusion. Are you soaring ever higher? But I flew too high. Okay, who was I? Who was I just then? <clears throat> Who's that? Who's I just then? Uh, That's Randy Marsh. Randy. Randy Marsh singing Kansas. Gary on my wayward son. 
There'll be bees when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry. Half this podcast is us singing. Um, so let me ask you this question because I brought up Randall Marshington. Has South Park officially done it? Have they gone too far? Is it time for them to can't be canceled, or do we leave South Park alone? Are you done with? Are you not using? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, I I would think they should. I mean, I personally think they should leave uh, South Park alone. Let them do what they want because it's like the, the thing is, same with a lot of other things. Just don't watch it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's way you worse things that. in the world than South Park. You can't do that. Yeah. Be mad about it. Um, I don't really... I mean, I like... I love South Park. I like Family Guy. I do think Family Guy fell off, but it, 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 it was it like... Did. Every good thing, you know, every rose has its thorns. Eventually, yeah. it's going to run its course. Okay, family Guy, family Guy went hard for over 15 years. And I mean, you can still watch some of the episodes. You're like, oh, I mean, that's that's still like funny. Yeah, especially if it's like you're yeah. having a, w- w- right it's now. With buddies, I'll right say now, that. things are not as funny, and I, I give leeway to people who are hypercritical about some things, and I give I try to give leeway for people who are the <clears throat> complete opposite. Yeah. But like, look, a lot of things were funny to us when we weren't all so <clears throat> hypersensitive. Yeah, yeah, and absolutely. so it's like I'm thinking eventually that will calm down and we won't be as sensitive, and we can just lean back on our couch and watch it. And laugh about it and let it keep moving. Yeah, One day. Absolutely. So I was thinking about this on the way here. You know, <clears throat> I can remember in like December, January, I can remember you being like, bro, this virus. <laughs> <laughs> and then come March, like our whole world was rocked. Okay, and listen to this. That's crazy. I'm glad you said that on record. <laughs> but I, I will say, I didn't know like, anything about anything. I just remember reading about it and being like, yo, this thing is like a real, a real problem. I can't remember like March, April, May, somewhere in that area. You being like, bro, eventually the U.S. dollar is going to lose its value, and we're not even going to have, you know, paper money anymore, bro. And then like July hit, and coin shortage. So I want to call right now, man. I think you're from like 2029. Me? Yeah. I think you're from the future, dude. I mean, I don't think I am. I think you are. I think all. I mean, I think what happened is in the year 2023. Uh, you got back together with J-Rad and 396 Hooligans blew up with a song and you guys toured the world and you made enough money to where you killed off your family and you built a time machine. No, you should have said that I got into a circle and messed around with the wrong people. One of these rich, crazy people that you've never heard their name of before had a time machine and sent me into it. got in this circle of a bunch of jerks. Huh. And <laughs> hey, you know it's a punk band called Circle Jerk. Really? Yes. When every time I hear the term Circle Jerk, what? So I let me ask you this because you're a lot older than me. Uh, well, not a lot, not crazy, but you're older than me. I'm like um, a decade older than you. Was there ever like a, a time where like German rock bands were popular in America? <laughs> I mean, there was a German rock band. What were they that was called? Extremely popular. What were they called? Rammstein? Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> so, well, no, I have this fond... There's others, I'm sure. Well, you know, like, they you, were... you always have, like, fond memories from when you were a kid. Mm-hmm. Well, I have a fond memory of one of my friends. His dad was, like, a drummer in, like, just a small little rock band. So we always listen to, like, Shine Now, Rock Me. And I just can't remember, man. It's been eating on me the past couple weeks. And for some reason, I didn't look it up. I can remember listening to freaking German rock, man. Yeah. And being like, wow. Duh. Duh. Yes. <laughs> 
but it's like industrial rock music. Like, it's not normal rock. Music. Yeah, they. I'm sure they have German bands that aren't quite as. Have you ever you ever watch any of their videos or no, anything? No, man. Oh my god, dude! These guys they they got banned out of performing in America for the longest time. For what? Because they were like blowing loads and stuff like on stage. Not, yeah, like, but fake. Like they they they're very big about like production and having like. You talking about Def Leppard? No, he lost his uh, leg. He didn't have a leg. No, he didn't have an arm. An arm, yeah. But no, I'm telling you, Rammstein, you got to check him out. We are living in America. America is wonderful. We are living in America. Okay, let me ask you another question. Sorry. Because there's a country You really do artist. have to watch their, their live shows and their videos because they're over the top. There's a country Still artist. really famous. And this is kind of getting, little, I guess, a more serious topic. There's a country artist... Who uh, he's super local, you know him, Jeff Bates. Um, he pre- <laughs> he performed at like a, a church revival, and, and he he had a song that he played. I was listening to Facebook Live, and in the song, he said uh, something like, "When you stop and think about it, everyone is wanting to come to America. They're wanting uh, what's cooking in America's great melting pot." Okay, and I know Jeff Bates isn't the founder of that term, but do you think America is still the great melting? I mean, or do you think the value of America and what America means to people has gone down? Because I think it has to 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 a majority of people. I have. I, I is have, is okay. I'll put it this way: Is the what we would call a a patriot? Is that outdated? Being a patriot is it no more? No more? Is it you know? Has America gone so downhill where it's not even okay to to, to do that anymore? Oh, think about think about it like this. Conceptually speaking, and this is just kind of spitballing. The Patriot is the new cowboy. Which is crazy. Like, I get it, but it's crazy. But it makes sense. It does, it does. This this time in in history, like that, I mean, even predating us, but you had the cowboy. You had, like, the, the good cowboy slash vigilante slash, you know, would do whatever for the betterment before yeah. we had this union of, of, of you know states and this union of like everything being together and all what have you like the, okay the 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 night the 20th century i believe is what it would have the been the 1900s the 1900s that's when the the patriot was formed dude like we had the wars we had yeah. all these things no, absolutely. That, absolutely. that mended the patriot, us together so so i mean obviously everybody's always been you know most people have been proud of america but the patriot the patriot the american dream yeah. people all this stuff didn't come the american dream wasn't things like the 40s or 50s man yeah you know what i'm saying but um, it, i mean but it, when you think about it, it the dream been, the dream was really the flame was created then. I mean, yeah, no, when, no, no, I know what you. No, it was a very slow burn at first. I agree, I agree. But, but no, man, I was just wondering what you think, man, because like, I don't know. There's a movie with Leo DiCaprio, and uh, I can't remember the name of it, man. But it's about Irish immigrants coming to America in the 1800s, early 1800s, and nationalists, you know, wanting them out, yeah. um, and you know, just running the towns in Massachusetts and stuff like that. God, I think it. What is the name of that movie? I have to look it up. Right. You sure it's Leonardo DiCaprio? Oh man, I'm, I'm almost positive. I'll say, just look it up. The only thing, the only time it, the uh, computer freaks out is if uh, you have like an incoming message. Uh huh. Um. So, I just got immigrant. I forgot. I am 
Oh, wait, wait. Damn, dude, you graduated high school. Shut up, man. I didn't. Matter of fact, I didn't even go. You really didn't. <laughs> I coasted through my last year of high school, man. I wish I wouldn't. Yeah, dude, I, 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 you heard me. I said, I am. I had no idea where I was going to go after that. I didn't know how to, I don't really know how to just spell it off the top of my head. I am. I cannot find it. I swear. Do you, do you know what MapQuest is? Yeah, I know what MapQuest is. What is it? Shut up. <laughs> Leo DiCaprio. They didn't teach me that one in school, but I can do it. You've probably seen his name more times than he's ever oh, saw Oh, screw it, man. I don't know. Anyways, but <clears throat> I think the modern-day patriot is becoming what we used to view as a nationalist. People are seeing, and I don't think that's what it is, but I think people are starting to see a patriot as a get-out-of-my-country. Because that's what a nationalist is. Sure. A nationalist wants to preserve the ground its own. No one else can have it. You know, but a patriot is, come on, you know, come one, come all. And I think a lot of patriots take the stand of come one, come all legally. And that's kind of where it seems. But, yeah. I, I, you know, I was just wondering, because, you know, I, I don't know. It's always been such a big deal in the older generations to be proud. And I'm very proud of where I come from. But I don't know. I feel like it, it's it's becoming outdated. It is. You know, and, and, and it's cool to be like, hey, this is wrong, and I want to see change. But you can still love and respect and yeah. be, have, have pride in where, you, where you're No, from. I agree. Well, I think the thing that sucks the most about it is, you know, especially watching, like, the scenarios where it's like a... Uh, Everybody being like, man, you know, fuck America. Yeah. I was like, uh, no justice, no peace. No, no something. No, no justice, saw. no peace. No, what is the one that they say? No something, no saw, no something, something at all. Whatever that is. Uh, no USA at all. No borders, no wall, no USA at all. That's the, so. the, the yeah. one. Either way, that whole sentiment about... Uh, that whole sentiment about that... To me, is kind of a bummer because it's like, damn, dude. There's nothing else that actually exists that we can all like coexist and like feel, you know, connected yeah, through. Like, and don't get me wrong. I I I think that I mean, don't. Get, I also don't know the entire uh, spectrum of what this means of being a nationalist. But I like the idea of us all being on the same page as far as being proud of our country. But I also. Am com- a complete firm believer in if you're proud of your country, you need to invest the time, you need to invest the effort into understanding and being a part of Absolutely. a country. You need to listen to everybody's aspects. Well, and, and you can't just expect for someone who has a suit on that gets paid more than they should, that's on TV a lot and talks a lot, to be the one person that brings... Man, something. change comes from genuine love, man. Individual responsibility. Yeah, well, and like my thing is like... <clears throat> I'm very proud to be an American. Very proud to be an American. If I see wrong and I want to see change, man, it's got to come from, hey, I want this country to be better. Mm-hmm. I want this country to be better. So I'll, I'll, I'll give you this example. I, um, I, I'm, in, I'm freshman in college taking a public speaking class. And our last speech is a persuade. We did, I did it today. A persuasive speech. Persuade your audience on something. And I really, I was like, it's my last speech. I just want to do something easy. Now, right. like, this will be, at first, I was like, this will be easy. But it ended up opening my eyes to a lot, man. I did uh, why young Americans uh, should vote in every election, local or national, the importance of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, man, it just opened my eyes to a lot of, like, I, I was reading news articles and reading things from different news sources. And, like, man, we as Americans, we and I'm not dogging on protests. I think protest is one of the greatest American rights in a, in a certain sense. 
We and there's wanna, a little bit of romance. Well, too. obviously, we want to see change, man. We want to see change so bad, but it's like we want to see change for individual prosperity, man. We want to see change. I, you know, when when the founding fathers got together and they said we don't want to be a part of England anymore, they didn't just do it for individual prosperity, man. They did it because hey, we can have a place that's better for our children and our grandchildren and our grandchildren's grandchildren. You know, and that's to me what it's all about, man. Because like. I'll tell you this much. Did you know in the 2016 presidential election between the ages of 18 and 29, only 43% of those Americans voted? Damn. 43% of those Americans voted. And I haven't been able to get the updated statistic. I want to look it up in a little while and see, you know, if that's... Because I genuinely believe... I genuinely believe um, that that number has risen in this election. Yeah. I genuinely, genuinely believe that. Um, oh, dude. Okay, look. Let's. Now, I'm not saying I, I'm for have... this side or this side. I'm just saying I genuinely believe. No, no. I, I, I got you. Uh, the entire. Oh shit. Uh, the entire like whole election. There was more people who voted in general. Yeah. Like, like apparently both. Even Donald Trump got more uh, votes than I guess Obama did, who got like the. Uh, the most prior to this election. <clears throat> yeah. Man, it's just... It's just the fact of, you know, we want to look at this paper, you know, and reading articles, I was like, man, people want to see change. Young people want to see change so much. Bro, register to vote. Yeah. Register a- to vote because that is the cleanest, in my opinion, that is the... I don't care. I know there's electoral college and all, but let me tell you something about the electoral college. And once again, I'm not saying I'm left. I'm not saying I'm right, pro this, and whatever. Yeah. I don't get the electoral it. college can't change the the decision of a blowout. Yeah. So what I'm saying is that is the cleanest, healthiest, in my opinion, least violent way to be least like, violent. Yeah, I mean, least, honestly, just, you just say the least aggressive. The least aggressive. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a good word. Least aggressive way to be like, hey, I want change, and this is how it's going to happen, man. Yeah. Because we want change. I got a buddy, and I name names. I got a buddy who, me and him, we talk political all the time. We'll butt heads about everything. He's got his opinions, whatever. Yeah. I'm voting this way. Well, day day after election comes, said, "Hey, man, how voting go?" Oh, I'm not registered. What? Well, <laughs> well, then don't don't talk. Yeah, it's like you can, but it's like don't expect me to take you seriously. Exactly, and, and you know, I don't know. After reading through all that stuff, man, and just listening and and forming my own opinion and giving the speech today, it's that's. That's the best way to make change, man. That's the best way to make change if you genuinely... If you if you want to see change happen, and it's only for selfish prosperity, yeah, you'll never see good change, in my opinion. You know, uh, there's, a, there's a saying that, uh, you know, me being in the ministry, I've heard a thousand times, but I think you can take uh, the biblical side out of it. And it's, so the saying is, um, if you were to take your heart out and bust it in a thousand pieces, would every piece have Jesus written on it? Okay. So if you were to take it, take the, take the biblical side of that. If you were to take your heart and bust it in a thousand pieces, um, would every piece be selfless? Because if every piece is selfish, you're going to live a pretty crappy life. Yeah. You know. And so, in my opinion, it all comes down to good morals and selflessness, man. What What are your intentions? What are your intentions behind what you do? You know, are your intentions because are you voting for Trump because you 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 don't want to get taxed? Yeah. Or are you voting for Trump because his policies align with what you believe? Are you voting for Biden because you do not want Trump because you're sick and tired of hearing him on Twitter? 
Are we voting for Biden because him and Kamala Harris's policies and his tax plan and his COVID, you know, pandemic plan are genuinely what align with you? Do you, yeah. you know, that's what I'm saying. What well, are your intentions there's, behind there's what you're a, doing? There's a uh, more uh, layman's term is vote your interest. Mm-hmm. You know, vote, vote what is in your mm-hmm. best interest. Also, don't forget about the Libertarian Party, man. We out here. <laughs> Joe, Joe's doing her thing, man. I, uh, I, I do want to make it very clear. We are very well aware that the election is over. Yes. We, yes. <laughs> I actually started writing this speech a week before, two weeks before the election. And so most of it, I got finished. I was talking about what will happen in the election. So today I was like, and I believe that if Ameri- young Americans vote, the election could be very different oh, from you're what... you're talking about and your speech for school? Yeah. Uh, so you, have, you did uh, your speech... For school was on what we're talking about right now. Yes, and I gave the speech today. So, like, one of my conclusions. I was the... wondering why you were. But I'm glad you you did yeah, bring yeah, this up because okay. it's very relevant. But I thought I said sense? I did earlier. You probably did. Um, but I'm no, an idiot. No, you're fine. You're fine. Um, but yes, yeah, so like my conclusion speech was like, and I believe, uh, and I kept having to make a point that I'm not making a political statement because I wasn't. Yeah. But I said, you know, I believe without making a political statement that, you know, if young Americans want to see change and we go out and vote in this election, we will see what change we want to see. And, and I'm not saying we is me because whatever I voted for, but uh, young America wanted to see change and, you know, it happens. You so know, just people who don't have Google on hand or they can't access it right away, you can utilize political statement and political stand separately. Because I'm not trying to make a political political statement here. I'm trying to make a stand. And a stand for people to go and vote. Oh, that's good. Right to go that's good, man. You know what I'm saying? I that's mean, why you have a podcast. Hindsight is twenty twenty. No, I mean, I, like I said, I'm an idiot. But I'm just... Something I, I do think that people need to stress more, especially people who have a voice. Mm. Uh, you know, because we always have the, the blanket statement. Mm. And it's almost like one of those... It To me, it is the equivalency of saying... Uh, we need to, man. We need to pray for such and such. We need to pray for. Such, it's always so light handed, and it's like yeah. it shouldn't be praying for you, brother. Pray, yeah. Or you know, are you? Yeah. You know, it's like or I something like that of that category. You know, it's oh, you're in my prayers. Yeah. I'm gonna pray for you. Yeah. And then ninety percent of the time, people, I didn't when I would say that. I don't say it yeah, anymore. No. Even though in my head, it's like I have the same reverence for somebody if they're going through well, something. And, I want to be like I'm uh-huh. praying for you. But so if you know if you believe in if that's your religion, you know, and what you believe is that it should mean a lot, but it just hasn't because you know the the vote. It's easier to say than to do, man. The go out and vote. To me, that is the same thing. That, that's what I would say, my reference there. Yeah, take but your voter die shirt off, LeBron What James. people need to do is they need to specify, especially since you've got a lot of people who are who have become self-educated or they've been educated by other people, whatever it may be mm-hmm. right now, about voting and about being politically active. They've re- definitely got all of us wrapped up, ra- wrapped up into this year. But nonetheless, people need to start using their voices to tell people to vote locally. Pay attention, that, so, to, pay attention to your local elections. We, me and you live in a very small town, and it is going to be what it's going to be right now. But I'm just saying, like, people in, all across the country voting locally, that is what's going to change your life. If you're that focused on what's going on in your town or your state or your, you know, your district or whatever it is, people should pay more attention to that honestly than they do pay attention to the president. So you know what I'm saying? That was a big part of my speech was like so many times we focus on the presidential election, man, but voting for your congressman or your senate 
determines houses, you know, and determines which way things lean, you know, and just different things like that, man. I mean, Dan, voting dude, because, it, because, even because, as small as even as small as voting for your mayor. Yeah, well, okay, so up. like voting for your president. This is something that Donald Trump had said, you know, in the heat of, um, you know, defund the police, uh, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah, Donald, I believe it was Donald Trump. I could be wrong, but I believe he said something along the lines of, "Hey, you don't have to come to me." To put better training on your police officers, your mayor can do that. Yeah, bro. And even voting, even true, voting though. for your alderman is so important. You know, just something small is we have our Christmas parade coming up. Well, our alderman got together and said, "Hey, look, we just this isn't the year for a Christmas parade." Yeah, you know, the president didn't decide that for our town. Our mayor didn't even decide, the alderman. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Everybody holds pa- power. There's everybody has a power, man. Even the smallest yeah. have power. And then they have somebody they listen to, and blah, 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 up until the president. The president even has people he has to listen to. Yeah. He's a puppet, man. <laughs> even if we don't know their names, he has to listen to them. That's just how it is, man. But I, I, that, I just wanted to stress that point, you know, with the, the voting thing. I think, it would be, I think it would be very important if we didn't just focus so much on if, or if the people who, ha- who their voices really mattered. Like, don't waste all your time telling people to vote who, for president. I mean, obviously that is important. Yeah. I'm not trying to say that it's not important, but in the same breath, it's like, hey, two years from now, we're voting on our uh, next governor. You know what I'm saying? And I can... I, bro, hey, look, I keep saying I'm not making a political <laughs> statement or a stand or whatever, bro, but hey, we're voting our next governor, and I will vote a child in next if I have to, man. I will vote your pet dog in if I have to next. Dude, I liked you at first, Tate Reeves, but oh my goodness. We should get Timothy to run for governor. He would get like 10 votes, but it would be hilarious. Dude, he would get more than 10 you votes. You think he would get a lot yes, of votes? Yes, yes, dude. Bro, if we could make him a good... If, Jeff, if Jeffrey could make him a good commercial, man. Think about it. We've got the built-in infrastructure dude. to build a campaign. Dude. Dude. You need to text him tonight. I tried getting him to run for mayor a couple of years ago. He wouldn't do he it. He would have won mayor in Macomb. That's what I'm saying, dude. He, he, he was up he against date. He would have won Mary McCall. Hey, dude, him versus David Stewart, I bet he would have gotten more votes. Well, I would hope. He would have gotten more votes than David Stewart. Running from. Yeah, I would hope. I would hope, man. Tim? Tim could win. See, like, my whole thing is. We should. If I knew. Okay, so first off, if I lived in the city limits, because I did, you know, just not too long ago. But if I knew where my life was, if I knew I was going to be here for sure, in the next six years, if I knew in six. For that six years, I was going to be there. Because I think I'll, I'll move off for a little while. I'm sure I'll end up coming back. Who knows? But I'd run for mayor of this town. You know, I think there's a lot I could do. You know what I'm saying? Dude. I told Brittany. I told Brittany. I said, look. <laughs> I was like, think about how crazy it would be if you pulled off a campaign in a small town like this. Because, dude, there's so many people that I, I don't even know. who I've lived here for over a year. I have no idea who the mayor is. His name's Roger Heron. I'm sure he's a great guy. I'm not trying to, you know. Yeah, he works at I think Lumber. Lumber I don't. Know. He has well, a job. Yeah, he has a. It's, <laughs> so mayor here is not a full time job. Mayor here is, and and I don't think I'm giving too much information off. But I think it's about a thousand dollars a month. You attend like one city hall meeting a month. Oh yeah. So it's his. It's it's your golf club member. It's your golf. Uh, it's your golf club membership. You know, what I'm it's your Pine Creek golf yeah. course membership. I mean, think about that though. If you could be a small, the mayor of a small town like this, man, there's so many things that you could get done. I feel like. Well, this is also the thing. This is something I thought about with it because I—that's exactly—I've had multiple thoughts to myself about yeah. this. 
But I think to myself, well, maybe there's not much change that a community like this wants. You know what I'm saying? Maybe most of the people that live here, it's very simple, easy task that we're, that they're complaining about. Maybe this the street, or yeah. you know, it floods too much over here, yeah. or this no, is just, something. Because it's I like, think there's little things you can do to improve, though. Well, in my head, I'm like, well, I think I know several ways we could turn this into a much more booming area. But yeah, in the same breath, we're not the booming area. People, are, and, and people want to come here, live, and be quiet, or, yeah. and have a quiet place to live. I think there's different things that you could do, man. Um, we're not the booming area. I feel like that's somewhere we have to... Uh, I tell you he's a good mayor. I hope he listens to this podcast. That's Toby Barker, man. Toby, man. That Toby guy. Barker took Hattiesburg, man, from just an okay big town. Toby. So we've been calling Hattiesburg the hub city for years. Yeah. I genuinely believe it was not the hub city until Toby Barker became mayor. There's so many little things he's done that have made it like... It genuinely made it the middle between Jackson and Gulfport, where people can actually come. You know what I'm saying? It's also like this. It's also not just because of that, though. It's like Louisiana as well. Yeah, it's like it's the hub city for multiple reasons. They've yeah. definitely called it that for a while. I think it's yeah, no, and we've been calling it that, man. And Toby, God, Toby Barker's a good man, man. He came and talked to our student government one time at high school, man. Toby Barker's a good mayor, man. Good guy, Braves fan though, but that's all right. I mean. Ain't he was mad. almost right this year. Yeah. Uh, I got a couple more things I want to talk to you about before we uh, get done with this podcast. Okay, okay, okay. You said K, K, K. K. You can't say oh, K, 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 that <laughs> You can't say it that many times, though. Oh, my bad. No, I'm just messing Okay, up. all right, okay. All uh, right. Lil Wayne dropped okay. a new mixtape tonight. I know you don't really care that much, but uh, it's called No Ceilings 3. Any of you who listen to the first No Ceilings knows that that should be awesome, but I listened to it already, and it's garbage. Oh, man. <laughs> it, it definitely sucks. I'm not saying that everything Lil Wayne puts out sucks these days, but it's definitely not what it used to be. Lil Wayne's the greatest of all time, in your opinion? Uh, yeah. You have I, to give, you feel like you have to give him that respect? Yeah, yeah. I feel I obligated. That. I get that. You know, the, the thing is, man, and I, I can't speak for the rap game necessarily, and like Little Wayne and stuff, Little Wayne and stuff, because I mean, you know, I, I feel the same as you. I'm not very, I'm not crazy into rap, but you know, I feel the same as you. But like, let's look at, uh, I'll just take uh, wrestling for example. Mm-hmm. Undertaker just retired after 30 years. Yeah, that's crazy. But bro, come 2014, 2015, 2016, he was bad to watch. We were everybody was waiting on him to retire. Yeah. You know, and so Dude, with a like lot of people, three years ago or something like that, there was that thing they did like overseas, mm-hmm. and it was some, like two years ago. Somebody yeah. dropped. It was him versus Goldberg, and people yeah. were like, "This is bad. This doesn't need to." It's be Two happy. old men, yeah. But and I'm not saying Lil Wayne's an old man, but eventually, man, a new era will always take in, will always take over in everything, man. Right. Well, so I mean, it's like it's like could this be the first <clears throat> quote unquote garbage album that leads to him being like, "All right, hey, I'm done." No, he's definitely had plenty of them before. Like, this isn't the first yeah. garbage. He's in, been in a decline for at least the past seven years. That sucks, man. It's You hate to see it, but in the same... That's way, a really hot coffee pot. The thing the thing about it is, is I think what we have to do as consumers uh, and as fans, and as especially the people who have like rocked with Lil Wayne for a long time, yeah. you have to just take it as he's still you know, pursuing his passion... And he's releasing that product to us. You, you, you can't, can't look at it. You can't, I mean, if it's like Alabama. Like, we sit here and we wait for their reign to be over. 
It's like one day it will be. Nick Saban has COVID. He gets hospitalized. He coughs on all his players. It's over. <laughs> That's the only way. Um, <laughs> That's the but, only way that dynasty will ever die. But, no, but like the thing is, like especially I guess in music, man, you can't hit the mark every. Name me one artist who has made an album, multiple, multiple, multiple albums, and not one of them was at least just not good. Yeah, the UFC uh, is or not UFC specifically, but MMA is mm. to me is. <clears throat> so parallel with music because you don't realize it's over till it's over. Uh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like Jake you Paul or Nate Robinson? Give me your take. The fight coming up? Yeah. It's not MMA. Well, I know, but Jake, I just, sorry, that popped in my head. No, it's cool, but it's it's a relevant topic. Something worth talking we'll, about. We'll go to that in a second. You finish. I'm so sorry. It's actually. okay. No, no, it's great. I, I like that. Quick on the, quick on the uh, feet. But I'm just saying, the way that they do, you know, it's like, Lil Wayne, I don't think that he should quit making music and he should quit releasing music. Yeah. I just really do hope that he does have other things in his life that he can yeah. fall back on. I'm sure. Because he doesn't, he also doesn't really make music that, uh, like, it's a story. Like, you're following yeah. him. Like, uh, you know, it's one thing that Drake has had going for him for a long time is the fact that it's, you're, you're, you're watching his story unravel in Absolutely. real time, but he's also talking about it. So like that, but Lil Wayne is kind of like, it's it's this amazing facade. And what's crazy though is the fact that his protege was the person who brought in this whole new wave of how we take in rap music. Mm-hmm. And it's like now when you're listening to an artist that you are, you know you feel like you love and you respect, they're telling you about their life. Lil Wayne doesn't do that. Yeah, we we felt like he was doing that. 10, 15, 20 years ago because it made sense that maybe he was actually, you know, he was a gang-banging, fucking crazy, yeah. badass rapper. But it's like, now it's like, we know that you're not doing that stuff now. We know that you're not even close to that right now. Okay, you, you know think if saying? he was telling a story, what would it be like, man? I got off the couch today. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think it, I don't think that you don't have anything to talk about just because you're rich. Yeah, I, but I just don't think that. No, he I know can, exactly what you. Mean. I don't think that he can uh, connect emotionally with people. Well, and what like Kendrick Lamar does. Kendrick Lamar is st- even more like Wayne than he is like Drake and and say J Cole because he's being more of a poet. Yeah, his his first big album, Good Kid, Mad City. Kendrick Lamar, I know I'm jumping all over the place. Uh-huh. It was it was kind of like a telltale story yeah. of like him growing up. But ever since then, it's been like he's painting a picture mm-hmm. of something broader than himself. And it's like, but with Lil Wayne, it's like it really is like watching. It's like a show comes back, and it's like, damn, it was so much better when I was a kid. You know, like <laughs> yeah. this was just so no, much better when I was man. young. Absolutely. And it's like, I'm going to watch it. I'll finish out the season because of the fact that it's like, hey, it is what it is. You yeah. Know? But it doesn't it doesn't hold the flame the way it used to. You know? Yeah. Like, you, maybe you, he didn't, he maybe, he grew with his fans. Uh-huh. And his fans grew with him, but eventually he peaked out. And ever since then, yeah. it has been like, well, just kind of a plateau of, yeah. and that's being modest. Because a lot of people would say that, or that's being, <laughs> that's being, uh, uh, a benefit to him because yeah. most people would say that he has declined. I mean, and he, he <clears throat> it happens to everybody, man. Eventually, it's going to happen to everybody. Man. The flame goes out. Eventually, organic poison will be no more. Yeah, I'm hoping I'm quite far from the plateau. You were about to say something. You were carrying on about something. You said it's a good topic. Mike Tyson, the fight coming up this Jake weekend. Jake Paul, Nate Robinson. Jake Paul. I'm, I'm about to throw you. All right, I'm about to throw you a lightning round of different sports that are coming up this weekend. Jake Paul, Nate Robinson. Who you got? Uh, I got Jake Paul. The stars are aligned. 
He's going to fight Floyd. Okay. Um, because it's going to be so much money. He's going to lose to Floyd. Oh, yeah. No. But it's going to be so much money, I have to believe that Jake Paul is going to beat Nate Robinson. Mike Tyson. Who's Mike Tyson fighting again? I forgot. Oh, I forgot. Roy Jones Jr. Yeah, Roy Jones Jr. Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr. I don't know why I forgot. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. It'll be, it'll be over in the okay. first three rounds. Okay. Egg Bowl, Ole Miss, Mississippi State. Mississippi State. What? Yes. Ole Miss is on fire, though, man. Don't care. Okay. It doesn't matter. Uh, Iron Bowl, Alabama. Even more of a reason for Ole Miss to lose. That's fair. That's fair. Iron Bowl, Alabama, Auburn. Nick Saban's out with COVID. Uh, shit. Pro- Alabama. What's Auburn's record? Uh, they're ranked like, I think they've lost like two games. Yeah, it would be Alabama. Yeah, sadly. Alabama's I don't going, know. Hey. Alabama's going to the national championship this year. Uh, I don't know. Not, not Florida LSU, boys get in the SEC championship. I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't matter if they have, man. Dude, it sucks. This whole I remember last year, dude. Like you just saw LSU at the top of every list. When you go through Instagram and you see all the different things they. I make. remember. So I remember being here. I think I was with one of my buddies. Um, we had been bouncing around watching the Alabama LSU game, and we made it here in like the fourth quarter. I was so. And, I was uh, probably pissed drunk. I just remember you were so drunk. <laughs> we're sitting in my room after the game. I hear you, bro. Hey. We did it. We beat Bama. Do you know what this means? We are national champions, bro. I just were laughing. Dude, I was sitting here by myself. By yourself. No one else cared. Because yeah. everyone else, all of us, we all knew, we all knew that Alabama, it was with Hunter. I was with Hunter. We Because we started the game at Chili's. And I knew Alabama, or Alabama was going to lose. I knew LSU was going to win the natty, so it was like the ride. The ride was there for sure. Like, it, like, it, like, but it was LSU just, had the 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 gall last. You year. were just into it, man. It was hilarious. Well, dude, I'm not going to lie. When I when I lived back home, like this was a good time of the year because it gave us all an excuse, a real genuine excuse to get together at least twice a week. Yeah, you know, we'd watch the Saints and we'd watch LSU. Yeah, and it's like, you know. It, me sitting here by myself and sneaking my little beer in or whatever while your mom lived here or wasn't trying to just yeah. be all, you know, having my beer in the fridge or nothing. But I grabbed my little drink or whatever and, man, sitting in here watching that game, I got so excited. It but it, awesome, it was kind man. of like one of those moments where it was like after halftime, you knew it was over. Yeah. So it was like I, I called my boy Jack <laughs> and I called I called several different people and only a few of them answered. But I was like, bro, it's over. We're going to the chip and we're we winning. Be, do you know what this means? <laughs> I remember you saying that. Like, oh, my gosh. Yes, he knows what this means. I remember it was Jack. It was Jack you called. Yeah. What, okay, okay. What else? You got any more questions about the about sports? What's coming up this weekend, man? Let me see what else. I don't know what's coming up this weekend, but I know Conor McGregor's fighting. January. Yes. <laughs> Let me know. What you think? What you think? I think Conor McGregor's going to beat him, but I, I mean, as far as an MMA take goes, I'm really curious to see who he fights after he beats him, mm-hmm. or if he fights anyone. If the if he if he leaves MMA or UFC again to go box, I'm going to be pissed. Because it's like, dude, that's a whole another year and a half, two years. I don't want to see that. I want to see Connor. Which you think he'll leave to go box? Yes, because he can. Dude, he'll make so much more money. Ah, uh, that's the reason. Is that what it's about it, right now, man? That's what it's point? about for Connor. But that that will be the telling point, though, because yeah. he says he wants to come back and he wants to fight and he wants to get his belt back. And Khabib is the person who has his belt yeah. in that weight class. 
right, I'm trying to find professional. I don't even want to ask you about college basketball. Because I surely don't know. I don't really. I, it just kind of started back up, and I'm not keeping up with it, man. Dude, did you see where that girls team like won like 120 to like 20? What? Dude, there was a, a this college basketball team. It was some uh, girls playing, and this team won. It was like 120 to like 18 or something. God. You see, Vanderbilt signed one of their uh, Vanderbilt has the girls soccer team is pretty good. They signed one of their girls soccer players to be the kicker for their football team. That's awesome. And they, I saw no, 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 don't say that's awesome because I saw an Instagram video. They did her kicking, and she kicked like a 20 yard duck. Oh, so they're just doing it just to do yeah, it. So she's not really All right, this like is that. a mix between college and NFL. I'm oh. about to run through you tomorrow's schedule. Okay, cool. We're so already, some of these we're teams, already past time of what a uh, usual podcast goes, so this is great. Well, then we'll finish in a second here. Lightning round. Don't explain yourself. Just tell me what you think. Okay. Some of these things you might not even know. Um, <clears throat> Wyoming, UNLV. Uh, Wyoming. Okay, Tennessee Titans, Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore Ravens. Okay, uh, UCF, South Florida. UCF. Oregon, Oregon State. Oregon. Nebraska, Iowa. Uh, Nebraska. Stanford, California. California. Okay, Penn State, Michigan. Michigan. All those I asked you up until Penn State, Michigan, uh, they were all... Replays, so you can go back and see what those were. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Penn State, Michigan. You say Michigan. Kent yeah. State at Buffalo. Uh, Kent State. Kentucky at Florida. Florida. Maryland and Indiana. Uh, Maryland. Texas Tech at Oklahoma State. Texas Tech. No, no, no Oklahoma State. Sorry. Ohio State at Illinois. Uh, Ohio State. North Texas at Texas uh, at UTSA. What's UTSA? Texas San Antonio. C- uh, C- USA school. Texas, okay. Uh, wow. That's it. That's it? That's all. Because yeah, I already asked you Ole Miss and all that. Um, yeah, no, that's first. You just said Maryland over Illinois. That's weird, man. <laughs> They're going to get crushed. Illinois is ranked like 12. Those, uh, that, look, that was hey, just a little filler. How's Notre Dame doing this year? They play They're like, ranked number two, man. They play like three games? Th- no, man. They play like four now. Four or five. <laughs> 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 it's like they're ranked number two, bro. Well, they beat Clemson, and then they just beat, in a tight one tonight, they beat uh, North Carolina. Hey, I mean, they're doing better than LSU. Yeah. <laughs> no, I figured I would ask you, man, just a couple lightning rounds, kill, some, kill a little bit of time. I figured it'd be fun, but yeah. No, that's cool. I appreciate it. I've got um, nothing else, man. I, I, I've got plenty. But yeah, well, yeah, obviously we could sit here for another few hours. It's late, I, you know. I know. I know that there's things that we could be doing, or you could be doing. Uh, home sleeping. Yeah. Well, nonetheless, uh, this has been a good podcast. I'm glad it you came. Did it. You gonna let me pick the playoff song? Yes, I would like. All right, for all right. You to do I've that. been thinking about it a lot. That's, that's the new thing with the guest. I also want to say again, because I'll probably bring it up in the intro, uh, if you want to support this podcast, you can uh, contribute at (laughs) OnlyFans.com. No, I'm joking. Uh, PayPal.com slash Shane Izzo. That's S-H-A-N-E-I-S-O. Or you can DM me about sponsoring the podcast. It's not going to be any more money because I don't have any sponsors as it is. So if you want to... you know, let's work something out. I'll do an ad for you or whatever it is that you want to do. We can work something out. Also, if you want to support the music, you do it at the same place. That's paypal.com, S-H-A-N-E-I-S-O. 
I would love your support. I would love for you to email me and talk to me about what you would like out of your support. Or if you just want to tell me, hey, dude, your podcast sucks, email me at organicpoisonmedia at gmail.com. Organicpoisonmedia at gmail.com. Tyler, go ahead and tell them your uh, your spiel. My spiel. Uh, hey, I'm thinking I'm, I'm working up on a possible podcast coming up soon. Other than that, nothing else. My ending song is I'm still trying to decide if I want to go Darius Rucker or if I want to go with my boy. And I'm going to throw it back to, I believe the year was 2013, 396 Hooligans, Brown Paper Bag. That's what we're going to go with, man. We're going to throw it yes, back. Yes, yes. We'll start it out with Hootie. We gotta start out with some hootie, man. I got you. And we'll roll out with that money in a brown paper bag. Money in a brown paper bag. Money in a brown paper bag. Ooh. Addresses on the packages. I ain't worried about your problems or your baggage, bitch. I sleep with money every night in my mattresses. 40 in a bag, two cruising down the interstate. That ain't cigarette ashes in the ashtray. Don't make me find out how much a gun and a mask make. BBE to the death of me. I put that on a handshake. Fresh to death every day. Swear your boys tailor made. New shoes on the wheel. Watch me as I skate away. Make money all week and spend it on Saturday. Ask me what's in the paper bag and I gotta say. for the real fans that stuck around and kept listening. Yeah, yeah. This one's for the real soldiers that held it down to the very end. Uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, we just found out that Tyler wasn't leaving, so we said, fuck it. I figured I'd stick around for another sag. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I'm, I told him, you know, my, my son, he is gracefully with my family uh, for the yeah. weekend, so he is out partying in the wilderness somewhere about. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I don't have any reason to go to sleep. So, Tyler says he's going to stay and hang out for a little bit longer. How long? Anyway, hey, hey. Uh, so, Diaper Don. Diaper Don. Uh, today, <laughs> apparently, 
according to the Independent, and I have no idea which direction they lean. You're I, good. It's just one of the first articles I pulled up. But it says, uh, Donald Trump has angrily declared Twitter a national security threat after hashtag Diaper Don went viral following a news conference in which he repeatedly complained about uh, perceived injustices. Uh, quote, Twitter is sending out totally false trends that have absolutely nothing to do with what is really trending in the world. They make it up and only negative stuff. The U.S. president tweet, uh, end quote. The U.S. president tweeted without providing evidence in early hours of Friday morning. So, I mean, I'm assuming that he's probably just pissed because he thinks that every, or maybe he doesn't think this. He should be smart enough after literally raising the stock of Twitter his own damn self. He should be smart enough to know that there is a billion people on Twitter saying whatever the hell they want to say. So whatever's trending on Twitter, I mean, they could, they could, I guess, technically adjust the trending page. But if you go to hashtag whatever the hell it is that you're trying to find, you can see how actively people are posting things. I mean, that's the main reason why I ever got into the coverage of the, the, the riots that were going on was because of Twitter and the hashtags. And you could just find footage of all kinds of stuff. And then I eventually took it to YouTube. Nonetheless, Donald Trump claims that... Twitter is a national security risk. Or so threat. where he's coming from in the sense of, I think what he's talking, you know, Twitter fact checking, Twitter taking down certain things on the right, blah blah. blah. Yeah, sure, it's annoying. National security threat's a little much, but also, bro, it's like you said, he raised the stock. Bro, shut up. As in the sense of, you post on Twitter. He tweeted. So like, much. He tweets that kind of stuff. Like, oh, Twitter is causing. A, why are you still on Twitter? Get off Twitter. Like go what? to parlor. Go to parlor. Like he could go anywhere. You know that uh, there's a thing. That, Twitter almost didn't you say? Twitter almost filed for bankruptcy. Yes. Well, they didn't almost file for well, bankruptcy, but they were in a position where they were going to have to sell. Yeah. Because they are already split up. Jack Dorsey isn't even the main the co the main owner of. I forgot uh, Jack Dorsey's on Joe. I hadn't kept up with my Joe. Jack Dorsey's on Joe recently. Wasn't he? I don't think so. That would be crazy. No, it came on my recommended because he was a couple years he was, ago. Yeah, he was a while ago. And ironically, that guy, Tim Pool, yeah. was oh, on there. Yeah. We don't, the same no episode. need no need for, to bring up some Tim Pool now. I actually <laughs> think, I think Jack Dorsey was on there. And then, like, two or three weeks later, maybe a month or so, Jack Dorsey was on there again with another woman that works at Twitter and Tim Pool. Tim Pool. But, so, what Joe did was... You know, because the internet was apparently super pissed at Joe for not talking, being a little bit harder on Jack Dorsey, mm-hmm. and so Jack Dorsey was willing to come back on there again and talk to Joe with another person who would be a little bit more, mm-hmm. you know, asking him more questions that they want answers. And Tim Pool is definitely that guy. Uh, I think I've said it. I might have said it on this podcast before, but Tim Pool is the prime. De- he's like Ben Shapiro, and Alex Jones had a baby. He used to not. He used to be very just chill. Chill. He's definitely. Uh, he's definitely. After Stephen consumed. Crowder bought him that gun, <laughs> he has changed. <laughs> That's definitely true. I mean, the thing. I, there's almost like a gimmick to it, but the thing is that sucks the most is like the fact that like Tim Pool tries so hard to say that he doesn't. You know. Yes, go, dude, like, yes, you do. He makes <laughs> he makes such a point to tell you that he's not doing stuff for the sake of the money. Or not for the sake. It all comes down to the money because you want the viewers and you want to provide content for the yeah. viewers. And the viewers are 
only reason you care about the viewers at, at an, a point eventually is got to be because of the money. Absolutely. And like when you listen to the way that he says things, like in you know, if you listen to enough of his content, you can tell it's like, come on, bro. Like you're really just you're feeding. He he's been on this kick every single episode now. He's like, I I believe that Joe Biden will win, but. But but there's still a chance that Donald. And I'm not I'm not saying that there's not a chance because I don't know shit about shit. But it's like the way that he plays it off. He's still trying to keep his ass covered. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like because he's like, well, I never said that Donald Trump was going to win. And the fact that it's been drawn out this much, it's like he Tim Pool was one of the main people that was out there preaching. This is going to get dragged out. This is going to get dragged out. And now he's like nervous. Like you listen to him talk, and it's like, dude. You know, be either be Stephen Crowder, yeah. either be Stephen Crowder or be Ben Shapiro. Because Stephen Crowder's be- going on live every single day, four hours a day. It's not over. Time to disobey. And like I used to enjoy listening to Stephen Crowder. I thought he was funny. Um, I, I thought he had a lot of factual. I loved his change my minds, but bro, he lately I just I don't know, past three months. Well, dude, I'm not gonna lie. The thing that I, I, you know, have had to take with these pundits, and this is on the people that I listen to on the right and people that I listen to on the left, you have to take everything they say with a grain of salt, and you have to continue to formulate your own opinion. The same thing that you were thinking before you started listening to these people, and they actually helped you mold your own opinion. Not you specifically. I'm just saying people yeah, in general. Yeah. It's like you still have to remember that everything these people say is not a godsend. You know, exactly. it, it doesn't exactly. necessarily mean that these people know exactly what the hell they're talking about. Yeah. They have a show to put on, and the reason why I say be a hunt, you you either need to be Steven Crowder or you need to be you know whatever. You don't have to bullshit us. Yeah. And it's like Tim Pool. I feel like as is falling victim to the same enemy that he is. You know. Absolutely. Very adamant against. Adamantly against. But with all that being said, Donald Trump is kind of being a a pussy about uh, the fact that that Twitter's bullying him. (laughs) Which, I mean, he's the president and he can kind of do whatever he wants. And he's obviously catching wind of the fact that he's probably not going to be president next go around. So, I mean, why not? They should put sanctions on Twitter. Yeah. I mean, in all honesty... If anyone else was saying it, I'd be a lot happier about it. You know, it's yeah. like the yeah. only reason that it bothers me is because it's Donald Trump. Absolutely. I know what you mean. All right, so. Oh, dude, horrible transition. I already know what you're trying to do, and it's, you can't just say, all right, so. I have to, though. But since, since you said, all right, so. Saints, man. Drew Brees, he's done. Is this it? Two Saints fans talking to each other, man. Is this it? I think this is the last year we're going to see Tom Brady or Drew Brees play football. This will be the last year. Moment of silence, man. You know, look at it this way, too, though. They are are the two who are competing with each other for everything. Yeah. Once they're done, once they're, let's say Brady and Brees go this year, and, you know, they're both done, um... I think we'll have a five ten, five to eight, probably you know, five to ten, five to eight, whatever year period where Drew Brees reigns in every single statistic and no one compares to him. Because I mean, he's number one in everything right now. Tom Brady is the only person. They're going back and forth though. Mm-hmm. They're going back and forth on that one. I think it was uh, what was it? I can't remember. If it was past attempts or past. I don't think it was past. I think it's past attempts or past touchdowns. 
I think it was past touchdowns. I think it was too. Uh, and that sucks because I think that Tom Brady. Okay, let me put it this way, and this is this is a, a good solid shout out to my people. If Tom Brady retires, Drew Brees is going to re- stick to his plan. He's going to probably retire mm-hmm. as well uh, this year after this season. Uh, if Drew Brees retires, I think Tom Brady sticks around to guarantee that he gets that yep. that last thing. Now, mind you, these are accolades that only really matter if you're still playing. Yeah. Outside of that, it's just stuff we talk about. And yeah. I'm not going to say it doesn't count. My, we'll go back to our Michael Jordan conversation. Obviously, yeah. it still yeah. matters when you're gone. But nonetheless, Tom Brady would be the guy to play four games Break that record and be like, "Well, the other guy." Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Like, I'm yeah. not, I'm not going to practice. I'm Man, it's just, games. it's sad to see that. You know, I can remember. Oh man, I can remember um, the last time Drew Brees got hurt just a couple of years ago, and I was like, "Man, it's so weird seeing somebody else in a quarterback." But it's so weird seeing somebody else in right now and knowing that's it. Probably. I mean, it's no more. Because since the year two thousand five, it's been number nine. Dude, that has been that has been my whole. I mean, my whole life has been surrounded by Saints games. Yeah, my dad was a big Saints fan. He was from Lafayette, Louisiana. You know, so obviously LSU yeah. and and the Saints have been in my house forever. Fortunately for me, I grew up and still maintain the Saints fan. You know, you know, I, I didn't move on. I do like Green Bay. I like Green Bay. Oh, screw off! I have coworkers that say that. Uh, you can't have uh, two teams that are in the same conference. I mean, sure, but Green Bay. Yeah, at least I'm not, at least I didn't say that I'm a Falcons fan too. You know? Yeah, <laughs> you no, know what I'm saying? Like, at least it's not like, oh man, Carolina, uh, <laughs> they're, yeah. they're gas, bro. Pounding, bro. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. But, <laughs> but as far as it goes with with Drew or whatever, like, I mean. It's his time, but it sucks. It's easy to say that, but it's like when you see that that number retired because it will be that number will will be retired on that team. Yeah. He, he between him and that coach, and for the longest time, Sean Payton. I was like, shit. Sean Payton will probably retire whenever Drew Brees does. But then I was like, dude, Sean Payton's got at least twenty more years of coaching left. Twenty? In wow. He's he's at least fifty something. He's got to be fifty. He's got to be fifty something. I mean, he doesn't. I mean, he looks I'll like say this, a dapper, a dapper if man. He's, if he's forty-five, which there's no way, but if he's forty-five, forty-eight, yeah, I agree with you. But um, he he'll go to a oh shit, oh my god, Sean Payton's oldest dirt. How he old does, is he? He does not have twenty more years left. How old him. is he? He's fifty-six. Never mind, bro. <laughs> Never. He's got maybe ten, bro. No, he's, hang on, he's fifty-four. Oh, he's got maybe ten, twelve years left on him. I didn't think 20 either, man. I was trying to figure out how old you thought he was. <laughs> but no, man. It's just the end of an era, and it's crazy to see because it's such a crazy era. You know, like, I could imagine being in the year 2003, man, and Michael Jordan's like, hey, this is for real hit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's kind of how I see it, man. It's like, you know, so Michael Jordan's leaving. It's just weird, man. Who do you think should take the spot, man? Taysom or Jameis? Are we drafting? Or what, what, what's, what's going I don't, on quarterback? I don't, I don't think Jameis is going to be there that long. I think he should be, man. I think he should be the future, man. Dude, we what what how? But uh, based off of what standard? Based off standard of last year when he was a start, he threw the most touchdowns in the NFL, along with the most interceptions. But 
most pass yards, and he's only gotten better. I believe that he is, if we give him a two, three-game chance, I believe he will show that he's a good quarterback. Okay. And he can lead this team. Taysom is not a quarterback. Taysom, okay. Taysom's okay. Taysom Hill is okay. Before you get too aggressive, I want you to know, I am not interested in putting all of our gold on Taysom Hill. No, I know you're not. I'm just saying, it bothers me. I don't have a problem with Taysom Hill, but he's not, I'm not putting. It bothers uh, me just because some people are, man. I will totally shut the fuck up for two seasons straight if Taysom Hill is out there and not doing his thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It bothers me, though, just because I would rather have paid Teddy Bridgewater than Taysom Hill. But I think Jameis Winston is going to prove, if he's given a chance in New Orleans, that he is a good quarterback. Franchise guy, Super Bowl guy, maybe not. But he is a good quarterback that can but hold maybe, his own. But maybe. 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 Because, once again, last year, he most pass yards, most touchdowns, most interceptions. But he did have a LASIK eye surgery to fix his eyesight after last season. And he's been grinding like crazy. So I'm just saying. Uh, so he got LASIK and we hadn't got to see him play after or very hard. He I mean, played, he played, he played that long, one bro. game that Breeze got hurt, and then they were like, Taysom. It's because he's white. No, I'm just kidding. But no, man, I think Taysom's a game manager. Taysom's a guy you put in for a fun little play, not to run the game, in my opinion. I mean, the morale is definitely not there. But we could be wrong about him, though. He, he beat the Falcons. <laughs> I mean, I mean but so what? They won two games this year. I'm just saying. I mean, they won two games this year. He's done his job as a starter, I guess. That's all I can say. He won the, he won the game. He did win the game. And, we, you know, Ted, we, I, I was not excited about Teddy Bridgewater last year. I, I was, man. I was not. I was like, well, this sucks. Because I, th- well, I thought he was going to come out and be like, this is my time. I thought he was going to run the ball on everybody. I thought he was going to throw 60. He game managed, but he did it well. And he's doing it well in it, he's doing it very well in Carolina. Hey, I don't give a shit what you do as long as it works. But the thing Even is if it's boring the ball, thing because, that sucks because about the, the first, Saints is everything about the Saints is like a watching uh like the last game and remember the Titans. It's like literally like, Oh my god, like why is this happening? And we win. But it's like, why did this? Why does this yeah. have to be the way it is? Well, like, and my problem with this season, until Drew got hurt, I mean, even now, Kamara is fun to watch. But other than that, I think we have the most boring football team. Yeah, because defense, the, defense, the defense saves our ass every time. Yep. Drew Brees is just... Does Eli, does Eli Apple still play for us? No, don't even get me started. <laughs> Bro, don't get me started on Eli. No, if he does, he's benched. I can't remember. Dude, I hadn't seen him at all this but year. But we, we picked up Janoris Jenkins and canned him, bro. Oh, man, I forgot how much I hated Holy Eli Apple. Shit. I, so, I so went on your Jen- podcast. That Jenkins is a different Jenkins? We got Malcolm Jenkins and Janoris okay, Jenkins. Okay, I was about to say, dude, oh my God, there was an interception the other night, and I was like... What? I was like, oh, but when you said Janoris, I was like, well, is Malcolm still with us? Yeah, no, they both are. Bro, oh, I forgot that I hated it. I'm pretty sure I'm on one of your podcasts. I don't podcasts. like him either. I, yeah, I think last year we did an episode and we probably were shitting on him. I was uh, hating. I, I used to hate Dude, that. Dude, uh, look up on your phone where, where Apple is. Let's look this up. This guy. Apple sucks. I hate him, dude. He was the reason. Yeah, he, yeah. Uh, because yeah. I, I don't want you to start. Go- I don't want you to start digressing on uh, on Kamara, Kamara, whatever his name is, Alvin, the chipmunk. Because I know you want to. I love uh, Alvin. Alvin Kamara sucks. He's overrated. No, he's not. 
Whoa, dude! No way! I love no. that one, Kamara. You're so full of shit. So when, dude, we it listen- wasn't even three months ago. You were sitting in here on my couch, and you had your arms crossed, and you were pissed. You were like, "Well, no, I did." Well, the first part of the season, him and Michael Thomas are overrated. Listen, listen, bro. <laughs> Last season, so full of last shit. season, listen to me. I'm about to bite your microphone. Last <laughs> season, he had a really bad season, and I didn't think about the fact that it might have just been a bad season. So I was really mad when we paid him all that money because I didn't think he was worth it. But he's proved me wrong. I'll shut my okay. mouth. Okay, well, that's what. Well, see, that's different. Though. That's different. He's proved you wrong, and that's different. You talking shit three months ago is one thing. Oh, oh, Carolina Panthers release quarterback Eli Apple. <laughs> <laughs> Rotten hell, Apple. <laughs> Right in hell. <laughs> what a piece of shit. He went to a new team and they dropped oh, him. Oh, they didn't even trade him. They you dropped him. bastard. I Wait, mean. Oh, Eli oh. Apple, you're the worst. Did anybody pick him up? I don't know. That's all I saw was on NFL.com. <laughs> Scum of the earth, Eli Apple. Scum of Dude, the earth. Dude, I thought we were going to have to dig to shit on him. I thought he was going to be getting stats somewhere. But right no. under his stats, and there were no stats. Right under his stats for the season, it just said Carolina Panthers releasing <laughs> Oh, that feels good. Man. What a dirty fuck. That feels good. I see. hate him. He ruined everything last he year. He really did. And the year before. I mean, it, he's only there a year and a half, two years, something like that. I'm, but uh, he, enough. He, where, wherever he was the year before, he was ruined shit Giants. For yeah, whatever. He wasn't the one ruining it for the Giants. The Giants were ruining it for the Giants. Man, we ought to get, we ought to get, man, dude. What if the Saints, okay, this is crazy. This is stupid. This is not something that would ever happen and we shouldn't. You're we about shouldn't. to say something crazy. Yes, it's dumb. There's two parts to this. The first okay. part is, what if we got Odell? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. He's not coming to New Orleans, of course. I know he's not. But, even though he's from, or he played college in Louisiana. What if we got... Him and Baker Mayfield. Uh, <laughs> what if Baker Mayfield and Odell Beckham came to New Orleans? Then we would go nine and seven. Who could we get this next off season? Just like off a whim. Try, try, trying to think of who's a get rid of some draft picks. We're trying to stick with the flow. We're not trying See, to build. Okay, so, we're not trying so, to build. So we're not trying to build. We're trying to stick with flow. We're not trying to build up in the draft either. Okay. That's what I'm saying. We're not trying to build with the draft. Okay, we're, we're, okay. we'll trade off our draft picks for the next three years. Oh man! But but we'll also get what rid of I some think. Players. What, what I do. think would be a, Taysom Hill's going to be out the door. If we're so the what I think it would be a, just a very Saints move. It might not be my favorite move. But I think a very Saints move would be to trade Taysom Hill in a second round for like Tyrod Taylor. He was the Charger star at the beginning of the year, and then Justin Herbert took over because some uh, doctor punt the team doctor punctured Tyrod Taylor's lung. Oh my God! I forgot about that. Yeah, he, can he still play? Yeah, he can play. He's good. Um, now. You know, when that first but, happened, they were all like, he might never be able to play yeah. again. But it's just Tyrod Taylor's not awful. But I mean, you don't want to be your, you know, he wouldn't keep the. I don't think I don't know if he keep the flow. Um, I could see us trading for him. I could see trading doing like a Taysom, or let's take Taysom out of it. Doing a um, a Latavius Murray second round pick deal, kind of uh, to the Colts for Jacoby Brissett. Um, or maybe like a Sam Darnold. I could see a Sam Darnold trade. I don't think it'll happen, but you know, they're not trading. They're not trading for a, the big time quarterback guy. You know, it'd be a, a second string guy, career journeyman guy, old man, well, or Sam Darnold. He's gonna have two of the best coaches in the league, Sean Payton and Drew Brees, for sure. Drew Brees is not gonna coach. You don't think he's that? got a job as a color commentator? He's already signed a deal. 
Really? I think NBC. Damn, so he's not going to be doing nothing. Now, he might take a season off, but he's he's already signed a deal to be a, a commentator, yeah. I haven't even seen him commentate shit. He doesn't need to. He's Drew Brees. Tony Romo never commentated anything, and then they gave him a huge deal. <laughs> and he's good at it. Jason Witten never commentated anything, and he was the worst commentator ever, bro. <laughs> if you play football, hey, you can commentate. Tony Romo might be a better commentator than he was a ball player. Absolutely, man. And I, I, I'm a Tony Romo fan, ball player wise, but absolutely he's a better. No, and you don't say, don't word it like that. I admire him as a ball player. Yeah, I'm a, yeah. Fa- I'm a fa- Tony Romo fan. Fuck that. He played for the Dallas Cowboys. Look at the Dallas Cowboys. Today. I thought he was a cool guy, man. Dallas, no, he was a cornball. He's a loser. He was a loser. You're a loser. loser. I, I he's am. the highest paid. Commentator I am, but he got paid team. more to be a loser than me. <laughs> yeah, you're a loser. <laughs> You don't call him a loser just because you don't like Damn, him. Damn, dude, you might be a Cowboys fan. I'm not a Cowboys fan. Hey, watch fan. out next year when Dak's safe. Tyler might be like, man, Cowboys, I've been a Cowboys fan. No, dude, I just... I, Kamara to, to Dallas. I just always <laughs> like Tony Romo, bro. Chill out. I'm just messing with you, dude. Yeah, there's only one player it's okay to hate on in the NFL, man. Who's that? Lamar Jackson? Eli Apple. Lamar Jackson? He's not. Eli Apple's not even in the NFL. I said Eli Apple. You said Lamar Jackson. No. Dude, you hate Lamar Jackson. Why do you hate Lamar? Jackson? I didn't. Say You're the I one hate. who said it. When did I say that? You just said it. I said there's one. You player just said you Lamar can... Jackson. I said there's one player you can hate in the NFL, and you said you said you said you said do you hate the Ravens? You're putting words in my Jackson? mouth, you drunk coward. I'm not. I know. Drunk. I, I just I just thought that I'm would be funny. I do uh, have a buzz. I might be kind of drunk, but I'm not that drunk. Listen, listen, listen. I know. I did not say Lamar Jackson. I said you said Lamar Jackson. No, Eli. No, no, no. You said that. You made up Lamar Jackson. Why? What, what do you have good to say about Lamar Jackson? He's a good team leader. Oh, that's all. And I think that's he, all. I think he's better than Mike Vick. Well, we got to. It's a stalemate. We have to end it now because I, I was trying to tie you into some shit you didn't actually yeah. say. <laughs> but, yeah. I, but when you said he's better than Mike Vick, I can't say nothing now because I don't agree. Mike Vick says he's better than Mike Vick. I don't. Well, I would too if I was Mike Vick. Okay, no, I'll put it to you this way: I'll put give him five years and then ask me. Yeah, in, in five years, no, okay, in five years, we both could be like, "Damn, that was a waste of energy." Because right now, everybody, everybody's saying he's better than Mike Vick, and I could see how he's better than Mike Vick. But Mike Vick was Mike Vick, and what nobody mad no for Mike Vick. You know what I'm saying? Yes, um, mad no for not Mike Vick. That's awesome. How old were you in 04? Uh, three. <laughs> That's crazy. But I mean, I remember that just from you know, growing up. I was up. very well aware that I set you up for that. Yeah. By the way, but uh, I am drunk. I, I don't think I am drunk as well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Lamar Jackson will ever win a Super Bowl. Well, that's great. I don't think Lamar Jackson will win a Super Bowl soon. Patty Mahomes. Yeah, he's gonna win this year. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening to the Organic Poison Podcast. And thank you guys who came back and listened to this yeah, yeah, little bitty yeah, piece yeah, we did yeah, afterwards. Yeah, yeah, that ended yeah, up being yeah. 30 minutes instead of uh, 20 minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, 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 tell your chick. I guy, said, guy, guy. I'm married. And <laughs> don't tell your chick I said anything. <laughs> uh, tell your chick you were listening to something to better your relationship. That's why yeah, you Yeah, and share this podcast. this podcast, man. If you want to sponsor... Hit Shane O up. Hey, if you want to donate, paypal.com slash Shane is O. That's S-H-A-N-E-I-S-O. Shane is O. Paypal.com. Anything counts. Anything helps. (laughs) My boy murdered that. Thank you so much for tuning in. Yeah. We'll see you in a couple of days. Yeah. We won't see you, but you'll hear us. Yeah.